this is Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, writer wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics, love stories to die for, and all kinds of stuff. Mainly scary stuff. I write scary stuff, then I also write things to help people write comics. But you, my friends, are very, very fortunate right now, and I'm very excited for you because you are listening to The Spectre Show. I'm going to quit talking, listen to the show, it's awesome, and uh, enjoy. Welcome to another episode of The Spectre Show. And this is a... You just heard Dirk Manning, so now you know that the bumper was recorded. The bumper is ready. It has been edited in, and uh, it's ready to go. So I'm uh, I'm here to record the next episode. And um, I've got a thing going on in the background here, so today's recording is not going to be the cleanest. But, you know, I'm doing my best, so... We'll do what we can to keep it as clean as possible, but there is going to be background noise because people are talking, my in-laws are in town, um, they're making food, we just had somebody else come over. It's the way it's going to be. So welcome to episode 10 called Ring Finger. Um, I wanted to start out this episode by first addressing, um, even though I wrote a column about it earlier this week, and I didn't, I, I kind of tangentially referenced it. Um, I want to reference a column, uh, a a news story that Newsarama posted about um, the Marvel, the the sales in late 2016 told this particular Marvel person that diversity, we don't want any more diversity in comics. So that's, first off, that's a ridiculous thing to say. It's the stupidest thing I've heard anyone say in relation to comics. And it doesn't really, it's not, it doesn't identify what the actual problem is. And the actual problem is, is you're not creating new characters. You're not giving us anything new. You're reskinning old characters. Is Jane Foster's Thor better than Odinson's Thor? Um, I, I think it's a horse apiece, but I mean, I'm very interested in what Jane Foster is doing. Is Miles Morales Spider-Man better than Peter Parker Spider-Man? I personally believe so, yes. Uh, I started collecting Peter Parker, Spider-Man, well, The Amazing Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man, Web of Spider-Man, way back in the day, and now I'm a huge Miles Morales fan, and I, 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 I am such because I've heard, read, and experienced Peter's story. I don't need to keep hearing, reading, and experiencing it. Miles is a different kind of Spider-Man. He's a better Spider-Man, in my opinion. This is great. Um, Miss uh, Kamala Khan's Ms. Marvel is starting to grow on me. Um, I, I enjoy that character being that way. I'm loving Ironheart, but I don't think Ironheart should be in an Iron Man comic. I think she had, she should be in an Ironheart comic. The, the the problem with that, I believe, is is plaguing the, the big two, basically, is that they're not allowing themselves to progress. So they don't allow their characters to grow old and to die they just keep resurrecting them and miraculously every couple of years they seem to look younger so it's it's it just you can't have 75 years worth of continuity and keep being fresh with the character all right even if you're using comic book time these characters have not had any downtime in the last 75 years none and it's time to give them some breaks so don't reskin characters 
give us new ones. Mosaic, for instance. I I didn't know what Mosaic was at first, so I didn't really check it out. Mosaic popped up in Champions because I'm reading Champions, and I'll be damned if I'm not interested in Mosaic. Wait, was it Champions? Uh, well, it was either Champions or it was All New X-Men because I'm reading that one too. Um, uh, All New X-Men, by the way, becoming X-Men Blue, I think. That uh, will be an interesting twist. I hope they don't ruin the dynamic that they have with the two other characters, the one in Human One and then uh, Young Apocalypse. So it'll be sad if they, they change the dynamic just to have a X book again. So um, basically stop reskinning characters. Create new ones. Now there are things that can be passed down. Captain America can pass down the shield to somebody else because it you know, Marvel needs a Captain America. Batman should pass on the cowl because there should always be a Batman. But you can't really replace Superman once he's dead unless it's with a relative who is also super in that means. So it's you got to keep things like that in mind. So I mean give us new characters. Barry Allen, his Flash stayed dead for a really long time and then he came back. Well, why did we need to bring him back? Wally West was just fine as the Flash. Or bring us a different speedster or something else. You know, advance us into the future. And that's what I want from comics, which is why I'm starting to stray towards the younger and newer creations. And I'm actually starting to stray away from the big two because they're they're rehashing the same things over and over and over again. Well, like Steve Rogers is the the Hydra plan. That's not a rehash. It is technically a rehash. I mean, you you're basically re, remaking his history with a twist. Is all you're doing, and he shouldn't be Captain America in the first place. Let him die. Let, let he should have stayed old. I, I you know let these characters advance, and in a couple of years he'll be right back to carrying the original shield, being the only Captain America. Fill in the blank from here. What what fun is that? So read the columns. Um, I've actually written two, uh, so the next two weeks are taken care of. If you are wondering what happened to the week before, I took a week off. So I took a week off of The Greatest Show. I took a week off of column writing. I went and saw the Power Rangers. I loved the Power Rangers. Power Rangers were great. Um, if you like the old series, or even if you didn't like the old series, give this one a shot because it's different enough to be awesome. And it's not corny. It's not like campy, I guess is the word I'm talking uh, looking for. So there's that. Um, on The Greatest Show, we have recently started making exalted characters. So we are in the process of, and rather than watch me read, I kind of cut the character creation process off early enough so that we wouldn't be forcing you to look at me um, read over sections that I hadn't had a chance. So I'll be creating my character over the course of this week, sending it to Kevin Kuwick, who will then help me convert my second um, edition character, Sidereal, into a third edition character because we're actually using the third edition rules. So um, there's no third edition Sidereal book. So I I, I, I wanted a Sidereal. Um, Kevin Lama wanted a, a Solar. So we'll be working together and uh, we'll go from there. If this works out, um, I'm probably going to be announcing sometime in the near future some greatest show spinoffs so we're going to go back to just doing conversations on the greatest show instead of having all the little tidbits because i'm already i'm already giving serious thought to spinning out the greatest show fight series into its own thing or canceling it all together because i mean there, there there is some interest in it it's not 
as high as it was. But, I mean, it's it's still fun. And if people want to join in, I absolutely add fans. You just need to give me a, um, uh, drop me a line. Um, the Exalted game, if it goes off, would be uh, its own thing, too. I mean, if, if we end up doing it as a separate, like if we get together specifically for Exalted, on a regular basis, maybe I want to spin that out. Um, I'm also interested in taking Fantasy Age, the Age system, the adventure gaming engine, and building a fantasy-style world out of that so that I can run that. And um, the reason I want to, the reason I'm contemplating running again rather than just being a player in the, well, I'll be a player in the Exalted, but the reason I'm thinking about running again is because I'm finally out of the storytelling bubble by that i mean the storytelling system so i'm not confined to just that system and the age has just grasped my attention uh will wheaton's titan's grave is is excellent and if you look up the season one titan's grave with uh, will wheaton and four actors uh, three of them are voice actors i think and then the other one's a tv host um that uh you, that'll give you a good overview of the world and it uh hopefully you'll enjoy it as much as i did I can't wait for season two. It's been delayed, but it is coming. So there is a season two on the way. But the they, that uses the age system also. And I'm very, very excited for that. Um, there are some hacks for the age system. I do have a copy of the Age of Empire, Age of the Empire, a Star Wars age system game. Um, let's see, what else do I have on my screen in front of me here? I grabbed another one that I, oh, the, the I have a Game of Thrones uh, game too. It's not an age hack, but I wanted to look into it because I, I don't, I don't foresee that being such a difficult thing to port into age. So it's not got, you know, it's not, it's not like it's got hundreds of races to work with or anything. It's primarily just human and yeah there's the occasional dragon but i mean that can basically be run out of the fantasy age it's it's the source information that i that i'm after so and that um that's also come from the 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 people that are hacking the age because i guess somebody did a, a run at game of thrones and there's a there's an actual game of thrones book from green ronin but um that uh i i, I don't I, I haven't bought that particular book so um so that's not that's not the Game of Thrones I'm looking at. It's it's more the it's it's more source information about converting Fantasy Age into Game of Thrones, because well you know Game of Thrones is popular and that would be the thing. My setting would be I, I have a I have the history of a of a planet basically and it's got some unique species and it starts out in a fantasy like setting, and because of the species that are involved, it does be it, it can be played in such a way that it's a it's a it can be used as the age system but at some point something happens in the history of that planet and it starts going super sci-fi so it's not it's not sword and sorcery anymore it's spaceships and and it's it's closer to star wars than it is um game of thrones at that point so there's a there's a lot of interesting things i'm going to do with that and what instead of trying to write the history of that i think that playing a role-playing game and introducing everything the history of this uh planet through that would be a better idea in my mind because if i'm going to do the comic writing I, i'm not going to really have time for a whole lot of extra the recording of audio has not yet happened um with my in-laws in town i was going to wait till after they left to start scheduling and figuring out how to 
get the audio perfect for my, you know, read the synopsis for the Doctor Who thing. And I, I am doing at least the first two stories, so An Unearthly Child and The Daleks, which each have their own individual titles, but um, they're basically the same. Just one, two, two stories is all they are. Multiple episodes, two stories. I am going to do those, and if, like I said, if those work out, maybe I'll keep doing them. Um, but then I'll also start looking at reading the Star Trek Titan book, Taking Wing, that I wanted to turn into audio because the more I look, the less I find as far as uh, available audio for Star Trek novelizations. And I want to do the voices and the sound effects and all that stuff. So I, I'm, I'm going to give that a shot, and that is coming. Because it is now April, I have put... Uh, the Bujo RPG into a full beta. I'm, I'm, I am testing out all kinds of mechanics this month, and um, the uh, the XP earning system has been slimmed down. So I mean, it's it's going to make earning your levels a bigger accomplishment, and you're going to want to try to do things to to get that. So I've got some quest items. That is the only other way, other than the dailies, to get XP. And um, that's how that will progress. I currently have a means during the dailies to earn a like a coinage and moves. Um, the coinage will be to buy certain things, and the moves will relate to a map that I am working on, which is more or less a you you get a number of moves and you get to go into a certain area and then you've got access to everything in that area where you would spend your coinage. So I'm, I'm working on that. I'm collecting the, that amount so that I can use it in the future just to see how it works and, and I'll, I'll release it. But I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to have a 1.0 version by the end of the year of the Bujo RPG. So, and I'm just going to release it as is like the, what I've been using. And if, at that point, I would start looking at reskinning it for, you know, if, if you want a space theme or if you just want a My Little Pony theme or something like that, I can reskin it and it'll it'll still work. It'll just work differently because of the differences in um, theme rather than, you know, I'll, I'll have the basis down. It's, it's kind of the way Dragon Age, the role-playing game, um, that was the first system to use the age system and then because will wheaton came to to green ronin with uh, a desire to make titan's grave they they ported out just the rules to allow that to be overlaid on so dragon age came first fantasy age came second but fantasy age is the basis for both dragon age and titan's grave and um so there there is that um, there is also, I will be working on, um, some, some graphical things. The, the website might get a redo here in the near future. Um, my lovely wife is in here. Hi. Yeah. And now she's walking out. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the website might get a little bit of a redo. Um, I wanted to leave the, uh, art deco style in place for a little while, but not necessarily for, like a super long term, but I, I'm, you know, it's not, it's not totally out of bounds that to leave it. I mean, I've already started introducing colorful graphics instead of just doing the black and white. I'm noticing I'm, I'm getting more traffic with the colorful graphics than I was with just the black and white. So I'm going to leave the theme sort of as it is, but I'll, I'll switch back to full on great graphics and whatnot. I'm 
going to be oh part of part of the Bujo RPG questing is I I've put in there to write certain numbers of comic book pages. So like the first one is in fact let me just open it up here because I brought it in with me this time. Um, the first the first quest is uh, it, it, quests are progressive. So you only do a quest once and it never gets redone. So let's go with the comic book pages for instance. Um, the first quest, the prerequisite quest, would be write one comic page script. I would get a uh, hundred XP for that. Now, sure, I can write another one-page comic book script, but that's not going to get me anything extra. I would then have to write two pages of comic book script to get the next one. So that would be two hundred. Uh, XP for that. Uh, so basically, then I've done the one, then I've done the two, and then the only way to get the next level, which is five, is to write five comic book pages. And it gets progressive from there. And I've only gone up to 20 right now because I'm I'm not thinking I'm going to get that super far through April. So I mean, we'll, we'll figure out after that. But all of the questing is like that. So I've got, you know, other things that are progressively bigger you can only do them once and that's that's the idea is you're you're trying to build habits and questing is 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 going to be how you build those habits is the habit building system so it's going to be things that you can't just keep doing over and over and over again which is how i had the xp system before everything you did was just a just keep doing it and you'll just get xp for it now the dailies are uh, i have a list of five things that i need to do every day to earn 50 xp like I said, 20 coins and three moves, and those will be used to buy stuff. But uh, the the questing is just a one-time thing. It's a it's a habit building device, and and I'll go um, from there. The uh, on the comic book script thing, um, I'm I'm going to start mapping out the. I, I, I'm, I'm a little torn, and maybe I need some feedback here. I, I wanted to do the Marvel-style movie method, which is to release a graphic novel, a complete 100% story, and then release the next one in the order, you know, so that, that I'm building on my graphic novel universe with one story at a time. Still doing the different characters, so like maybe the first one... The, the like the in in the Marvel words, I would put out an Iron Man graphic novel, and then I would put out a Hulk graphic novel, and then I would put Iron Man two out, which you know relays both the other two, and then go from there, just like they did with the movies, for instance. Um, the other thing that I thought of is rather than try to take on large scale graphic novels like that, think about the floppy issue idea, and I would just do this single comic. So I'm doing the complete stories in a basic graphic novel format but I'm doing them um, a month at a time an issue at a time and then there's a non-stop month after month after month thing going on whereas you know the graphic novel would come out and then you would have to wait for the next one to come out so I I'm, I'm toying with one of the two options there so if I could get some feedback on that which if you were to follow or buy this which one would you rather see would you rather see a single monthly issue of 22 to 24 pages per per month telling the same story and being just as long as it would as if it was in graphic novel form or do you want to see just the graphic novel where there's a big space after it and then you get to see the next graphic novel so the 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 
comic, the weekly, that's not the weekly, the monthly would be, let's just use 12 issues just for simplicity. The first story would be 12 issues. And then I start working on the next story with issue 13. And that would be 12 issues long also because it's a graphic novel length story. So it's, uh, it's entirely up to you. And well, it's, it's not entirely up to you, but I would appreciate some feedback for those of you that could give me feedback. Um, the, oh, wow. I may have run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> I, not really, but um, there's a, there, I've got my podcast going. The, the two Kevins are working on their individual podcasts. I, I think one of them is waiting for some sort of uh, event to happen and then they can start things up. The other one, I believe, is waiting for um, the other hosts, uh, which I was, I, I had mentioned this before. And then I, we, we know about Bob's status. He's, he's going to be um, working a lot. So I don't know if he's actually going to have time for doing a show yet. But if he does, I'll, I'll get him on track with that and, and help him out. And we'll get him back on the, sh- on the greatest show once in a while. I know that he wasn't on this last episode and will not be on the next one. Um, it's the one after that I'm not sure about. We'll know when that actually pops up, if he'll be on that one. And um, I'm still trying to get my two special guests on, so there is there is that coming. As far as promotional uh, pr- pr- promoting the website, um, instead of trying to give away the goodies that I've been trying to give away, I've been just you know posting saying, come on and we'll give you something. Well, I tried something different this week, and I'm going to keep doing this until I can give the damn thing away. I'm trying one item at a time. So it's not, here's a box full of stuff we're going to give away. Now, no, like this past, well, as I record this last night, I tried to give away a stuffed Chopper doll and Chopper from the Star Wars Rebels cartoon. Uh, there was nobody on the live show. Nobody was watching us live. Um, it's the first time in a really, really long time that nobody watched us live. It's a little disappointing. Um... I, I don't know if it's because of when we're recording it. I don't know if it's because the content isn't come, you know, must be live. That's why I'm trying to do the whole giveaway items. Saturday nights really work the best for all the hosts involved. I mean, Sundays would be the next best option, but then I'm tying up, you know, like the middle of a day and... In during like football season, for instance, we would lose anyone who was also watching football. So I don't know, I don't know what the what the best way to do this is, honestly. And hopefully, with um, with this show getting, I, I'm actually gaining momentum. I've got a tracker that's showing me how many downloads. It's not leaps and bounds, but it's definitely more than I expected to have at this point for downloads. So, I mean, as long as this one's gaining traction, maybe I want to start switching The Greatest Show into, you know, more of a release schedule. Or, and this is just a possibility, if we have all these spinoffs, the, you know, the fight series, the Exalted game, maybe the uh, the Fantasy Age game, maybe whatever uh, Kevin Lama wants to run game, maybe we don't have a Greatest Show anymore. Maybe I discontinue the show. It's been running for four years. And I know that there's a lot of shows that I currently listen to podcasting-wise that are also ending. And they're all ending between the five and, and ten-year marks. I mean, it's there's there's a couple of them that are still going strong, no problems. But 
that that I don't know that seems to be the thing and I mean if the greatest show really isn't getting the the traction it used to because we used to get lots of hits or at least a lot more hits than we do and yeah we've gotten a couple of misunderstanding uh, high viewership numbers and I don't really include those into the mainstream ones so while it's nice to have been talking like the the episode where I was talking about the UFC 200 everybody I'm I'm sure what happened was is they thought I was live streaming it on YouTube and went and checked this out so we had ah we had like 200 hits in in a 15 minute time span of, of viewers but they learned quickly that you know I was talking about it not not you know not doing commentary play by play or whatever but just just watching the show in the background while having the greatest show so I mean there was a misunderstanding situation like that but I'm not including that as the, you know, that's the standard. That's what we need to do. I'm not trying to trick anybody. I want regular viewers slash listeners slash participants. Is that too much to ask? No, I don't think so. Um, the there There is another podcast that I am working on, which I will start recording as soon as my in-laws are no longer uh, in Portland. I'm, I'm going to be recording that. It's, it's going to be interesting, and I want to get quite a few shows in the can before I start releasing them because it's going to be a seasonal thing. And by seasonal, I mean there's going to be a set number of episodes that get released in a set amount of time. And then you'll have to wait for the next season, basically. So it's, I, I mean, I'm going to give that a shot. It's kind of related to my Doctor Who reading project, but not Doctor Who. It's 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 another means for me to read and and or not read, sorry, it's another means for me to put out some content that isn't necessarily structured the way that technically I've, I've the, the way I've been doing things in the past. Like right now, I do things in one take on this show. If somebody were to walk in here and ask me some silly questions, I wouldn't edit that out. I would either cut the show off right then and there and then just, you know, put the, the two ends on it, or I would stop the recording, trash what I have, and re-record from the start. So I don't I don't do things in anything but one take. So um, I'm going to be on the uh, HLF Presents Podstalgic. It's a, it's a podcast talking about new and old nostalgic looks at movies. Um, I'm going to be on that one, and we are going to be talking about Watchmen. But uh, so the, the the host of that one asked me, well, how are you on the, on the mic? And I'm like, well, I've got enough experience where I can record clean in one take without without sitting you know I he he's worried more about the you know if we bring up a topic and we all sit there quietly while we're trying to think of the name of something for instance he would edit that out and I'm like no 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 I can completely vamp the entire time and I can keep the show rolling the whole time and I can it can be as long or as short as you want I, I I've at least got that much going for me without too many ums and ahs and 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 smacking lips or heavy breathing or anything like that I, I mean I don't think the audio quality of this show is terrible at all I do record it sometimes in my living room but right now I'm recording in my in my bedroom and um the well the bedroom primarily a because there's people over and b because the sound dampening uh items that are in this room have absorbed enough of the echoey tinny sound to for, to give you a little inside baseball to to make it a quality podcast sound quality so i mean it's 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 i i i'm happy with it now my my doctor who reading and this other podcast that i'm going to be doing um i'm going to be doing that literally in a closet so that the clothing hanging there can absorb 
95% of the sound echoey. So that I get the cleanest void uh, vocal audio that I can in order to produce the, the podcast. So I, uh, I suppose I could keep on talking. Uh, I lost basically a minute in the beginning with the bumper. That's the long version of the bumper. I have edited two other versions of it. I will be playing both of those versions in the future. There's a, there's a, there's a shorter one and then there's a much shorter one. So, um, to, to give you a little bit on that, the, this, the, the audio, the intro that you heard on this podcast was 43 seconds, 45 seconds, I believe. Um, I don't know what the middle length is, but I've gotten, uh, I have a 33 second version and that's, that's really as short as I can get it without making it sound like I cut up audio. So I don't want to, I don't want to mask her too much. Plus I'm going to have Dirk Manning on in the future. So we'll, we'll go with that. Um, you will continue to hear Theo Rossi in the future. I still enjoy uh, having Theo Rossi announce the show. So, you know, I'm going to do a rotation. And if I get the opportunity to add somebody else to that, like uh, coming up in uh, Rose City Comic Con here in Portland, uh, Michael Rosenbaum, uh, who was Lex Luthor on Smallville, I'm going to see if I can't get him to uh, record a little a little bumper. And, well, you know, we'll see how that works. Uh, so I want to thank you for joining me. Um, we will have another episode next week. Um, I'm not taking days or weeks off with this show. I want to get 52 straight episodes out before worrying about that. Plus, I'm, I'm not having a hard time. If I record on Sundays and release on Thursdays and I keep that, that pattern up, and then if I do miss a Sunday but I have another day that I can squeeze that in before Thursday, I can normally get it in because that's happened more than once, actually, now that I've now that I've let that cat out of the bag. I, I've got time, so there's enough time to work on that. So, But I do want to thank you for joining me, and uh, I want you to uh, check out The Greatest Show. Check out emeraldspector.com. You can get a hold of me on Instagram and Twitter, at emeraldspector. You can email me, emeraldspector.com at gmail.com. And we look forward to hearing from you and responding as soon as we can. Have a great day.